just checking. Oops, I hit record. Are we ready? Uh, just Let's go. start it over. Welcome to the Barely Educated Podcast. It is a couple days before week one for the NFL. Yay, it's back. Football is finally back. Mark, football's here. It seemed like there was a longer gap this year. Maybe maybe not for you because the Cardinals are, you know, contenders. But uh, bad Cubs summer makes for a long summer in the sports world. So uh, I am thrilled that it's time for Bears football. How about you, sir? I am. Look, my Cardinals are playing pretty well, although they just struggle with the NLE still, evidenced by this week. And that's a real shame. But I'm still excited for football because mm. I still love it. And we still needed football back in our yes. lives. And finally, it is back as of last night. We got a great matchup and then a blowout because <laughs> the Rams are hungover from their Super Bowl still. Uh huh, sure. We'll get yeah. to that. Okay, all right. I got thoughts on that game. Yes. Oh yeah, that was an interesting game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just right off the top, write this down. Josh Allen, good. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Dude, uh, maybe I guess we're starting with this game after all. But they okay, won right. <laughs> huge with four turnovers yeah. on the road against the defending champs, and they still <laughs> obliterated them. All they do is score points if they don't turn it over it's just they don't punt they haven't punted in like nine months <laughs> yeah yeah it, it was a, a good reminder that all interceptions are not created equal because josh allen threw two picks and it didn't matter you know you had no doubt that he was gonna bring yep. the bills down and score some more like not... uh oh, sorry go ahead no i was just say certain quarterbacks they throw two picks that's game over but with him i don't know it was almost farv like in that regard it just didn't just... matter Stay aggressive. Keep mm-hmm. putting pressure on them. Do not coach aggression out of your young QB. There you go. There you go. Um, I thought I heard that the Rams got Allen Robinson during the offseason. Is that correct? Yes. yes, that was definitely A-Rob out there loafing every time they ran the ball. <laughs> yeah, that was A-Rob. I think he's a bum. That was, that was, that's what A-Rob is since last year. Yeah, he only had one more catch than Queen Elizabeth last night. Too soon? That's uh, it's probably too soon, yeah. Okay. You suck, Chris. Sorry, my bad. No, you're all right. <laughs> I, I can always count on you for something like that. All right, yeah, so it's episode see. 68. 68. Well, we can get back to the last night's game, but we're here to talk bears. Who's your bear for jersey number 68? I think, correct me, it was Ruben Brown number 68? I don't remember. Mm. Maybe. I thought he was. I could be wrong, but he was a lineman on the 06 team, right? One of the guards. It was definitely on the team. Yeah. <laughs> what number was, was he? We got we got from Windy City Gridiron's list. Jim Osborne, D tackle, seventy two to eighty four. Oh, you poor guy! You left oh, the wrong year. Eighty four. Oh man. Played one hundred eighty six games with one hundred and fifty four starts. Sacks didn't become official until his 11th season, but he picked up 10 and a half of them. Wow. And recovered nine fumbles. Wow. Impressive. Oh, no, it looks like Reuben Brown was not. It looks like he was 74. Jim Boy, Flanagan also wore number 68 for one season. Okay. 
Bears defensive tackle in the Wani years. That was a rough time to be a, a Bear. <laughs> True. But, uh, yeah, seems he was a solid player, Jim Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah. So Jim Osborne's your answer. Okay. Thank so, you, Windy City Gridiron. That is that is done. And we have much to do. We have to preview the first Bears game of the 2022 season. Ooh. Make our totally pointless, useless, and sure to be wrong picks for divisions and wild card teams. That's right. And clown on the Rams some more. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was uh whew. Woo. So let, let's recap the week that was in Bearsdom. We continued to hate the national media for saying stupid things about the Bears. Yeah. Every day there was a new one. It wasn't just Dan Orlovsky this week. We had the thing uh, yesterday with whoever that guy is that's on ESPN, and I don't even want to dignify it with giving his name. <laughs> I, I, some He played corner or something. He said the Bears have no cap space around Justin Fields, and everyone's like, Hey, idiot, it doesn't matter at the start of the season, but at the off season, and they have the most in the league. Way to not do yeah. five seconds of research. That's pretty Just, bad. It's crazy how much the national media is down on what the Bears are doing. And I was a little bit like, eh, about the plan at times in the summer. But I am capable, I'd like to think of saying, okay, some of this, you know, I, I, I didn't like the process that got us a corner and a safety at the top of the second round. But they both look good. Yes, they do. Braxton Jones looks good for a rookie. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. But what's really curious to me is is there's just no respect for Darnell Mooney. Is it because of his size, you think? or Maybe. Like, he, his numbers last year were better than Terry McLaurin's. Huh. So, like, uh, yeah, I wish there was more around fields that was proven. But I think – National media is a little out of town stupid to some degree on the Bears because a lot of these young guys aren't necessarily bad. They're just – we don't know yet. Unknowns, that's right. And they might be good. They might be bad. They're going to have some growing pains. No one no one that I take seriously is saying the Bears are like a playoff team. Right. But it's like this whole, oh, there should – Justin Fields should demand a trade. They're not building around him thing. It's like, man, that's not what's happening. <laughs> It's a little confusing as a plan at first, but now that we're into it after the training camp and preseason, early returns aren't as bad as the national media makes it out to be. And this is not a three or four win team with that schedule. I just keep saying that every week, but. They can't be a six win team last year with a harder schedule and that coach than this year with an easier schedule and how they've clearly upgraded the offense into, I think what I heard, uh, it was either Dan Bernstein or Lawrence Holmes said it was uh, competent and functional, functional and competent. <laughs> like, and that's yeah, way I'm better. Forward to the game plans making sense. Yes, exactly. Tailored, tailored to both the team the Bears have and the team they're playing. Mm -hmm. And I, I, it's just, it's really not asking that much for these guys to do a little bit of basic research on the Bears before they clown on them. But I guess clowning on them gets hits and discussions. Joke's on you because I won't say your name, idiot. <laughs> well, is this, you think, a, a byproduct of fantasy football stat reading? Like you look at the top 20 offensive NFL players and you don't see, maybe you see like David Montgomery and that's it. I don't from know. Last year. I mean, is, Part the of Bears were pretty unwatchable for years. 
Yeah. I don't think so. I think the Bears have earned some skepticism because they've been Fine. incompetent as an organization. I just think it's lazy. It like is. it doesn't do any real research to say, okay, it's easy to just assume the worst about the Bears and the Jets and the Lions. And like the Bears aren't out there marketing that they've got good young players like Hard Knocks does for the Lions. And so the Bears are the last place team in the North, according to all these national guys now. Whereas yeah, well, I'm like, if Justin Fields is good, they will be better than a lot of these guys are saying. And Vegas has the over-under at either five and a half or six and a half, depending on where you look. So they're more like saying what I'm saying, mm. the real pros. But these ESPN talking heads, they're they're just – it's like this narrative started and they refuse to spin out of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, I, mean, uh, I will be shocked if the Bears only win three games based on the way they looked in the preseason training camp and the young talent. And like you said before, if that happens, either Justin Fields is hurt or, you know, a couple other major injuries or Justin Fields is bad. And I just don't think he's going to be bad. I just don't. Or the coaches are doing Matt Nagy things to the But do, we don't have but any I reason to in think the that, though. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to – okay. In June, offense looks pretty bad. That's before Braxton Jones looks good. It's before Jenkins gets a – a starting job it's before fields has major progress with the offensive system during the preseason and preseason and camp those things should require you to stop and say okay i thought they were going to win three or four if i'm a national guy are they going to win six or seven instead no one is saying they're going to win the division that's nope. not my point they're going to be sub 500 most likely by a game or two but imminently more watchable and we have hope for the future and this guy who says they have no cap space, that's just completely <laughs> absurdly lazy. You yeah. idiot! Just can't, I just I have to lead with that. Okay, so we got a game to talk about mercifully. Okay, all right. We can put all the narratives to bed with a win against San Francisco. That's right. There was a lot of Niners news this week. They are the team with the E headlines coming into this game. Well, you would think so, but you're not, you're not seeing those, are you? Well, some of you see some are you? Of I haven't. Okay, all right. Well, they they are having to disarm the concerns about Trey Lance after they brought right. back Garoppolo, uh huh, and didn't <laughs> make Lance a captain. <laughs> and I don't know what it means. They went from seven to six, and he finished seventh. But they made the decision to do six before, and I'm like, as whereas cousin Nate had pointed out, cousin Nate, that's when you you know grease the ballot there, coach. And then, and then Shanahan's like, well, you know, he's really a rookie to us. And I'm like, well, that's not a good thing to say. So he's not our captain. So I don't know. You know, it, it looks to me like San Francisco might be coming in here at the right time. For us, for the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. If they played in October and Lance was a little more experienced and they'd sorted out some of that. Oh, and Kittle might miss the game. Oh. <gasps> Right, I'd be like, yeah, the Niners are rolling. They start slow most years. There's only one year where they didn't start slow. They were 8-0 that year. Mm -hmm. But Shanahan's 2-3 and three in season openers, for whatever that's worth. And I just can't shake the, the feeling that it's like, man, this might be catching them at the right time, even though I know they're way better every, everywhere but QB. Top to bottom, yeah. But, yeah, QB, exactly. You talk about, you know, the Bears are getting – hammered because you know they the unknowns are being translated into bad 
But Trey Lance, man, that's a big unknown. That's the biggest unknown on the field Sunday, isn't it? It's one of the biggest ones in the league because that's supposed yes. to be a Super Bowl roster otherwise. Mm-hmm. And he didn't look good in the preseason. His mechanics are terrible. I'm not I don't have anything against him. I right. just the love for him confuses me a little because he's a guy who played one real season of college ball in FBS, not even power five. Mm-hmm. And then one game because of COVID comes out super young. He ran a run heavy offense. This guy's got as little experience past high school at the position as anybody a good team is counting on that I can remember. Like he might be really good. It might take him a while or he might be bad. And it's just all athleticism and potential. Like there are the outcomes that, that Trey Lance could give us are wildly unpredictable. Exactly. Yeah. But somehow Justin Fields and the bears are bad because they're unknown. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a weird uh, inconsistency by the national media to, um, prop up Trey Lance when he's so much more unknown than anything the Bears have and just automatic you know, I'm just repeating myself now. I'll shut up. You suck. But, but like the QB listening. matchup is <laughs> the QB matchup is as unpredictable as any in the league this week. So like this certainty that the Niners are going to just blow the doors off the Bears. I think the Bears defense is too good for that. I actually do, I really do. And all the talk about all the people they lost on defense, it's like the defense was pretty good in the second half of the season. And though I loved Hicks and Max, they basically didn't play the second half right. of the season. So you had a new scheme, better talent in the secondary. I don't really think they lost that much. I tell you, I like that secondary against a rookie quarterback. That uh, I would think that you got a couple turnovers coming, unless you're just playing dink and dunk all game, you know. Uh, short, easy passes to yeah. Load up to stop the run. Yes, that's how you do it this week. You stop the because the the Niners can beat the Bears just by running. They could. Yeah, they could. I mean, they're again. No one is saying the Bears are as talented as the Niners. Correct. We're saying where the Niners have unproven players like Lance, it might be enough to swing what would otherwise be a Niners win into something the Bears could could steal. Good. Yes. Load Good. up to stop the run on obvious passings downs, drop back into zones, make him read the whole field. Mm-hmm. I would even, if Kittle's not playing, you could even put Morrow or Roquan as QB spy so he can't run around much. The Bears. I'm just saying, like, it's going to be interesting to see what the Bears decide to do there. And when the schedule came out, you're like, oh, they didn't, no, that's a loss. Oh, we're 0 2. Crap, you know? Mm-hmm. And now you're like, <laughs> But the preseason and this week, for whatever they're worth, which may not be much, makes me pause just a little. Yeah. Hey, question. Do you think Kittle might sit out because he loves the Bears? Uh, the Bears. Well, I'm I, I'm going to go choose to believe that. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but let's. it's fun. Yeah. You know he loves the Bears. He really so, yeah, sure. loves the Bears. I love the Bears. Okay, so all that said, here's the problem. Their front seven is basically healthy and terrifying. <laughs> they could they could win the game right there for them. You know the Bears could score three points because they just absolutely cannot block that front seven. Yeah, Braxton Jones meet Joey Bosa, right? Isn't that the... <laughs> Nick Bosa? Ooh. 
Oh, Nick Bosa. Sorry. I knew it was a Bosa. You suck, Chris. Welcome yeah. to the NFL, young man. But, yeah, if he can, you know, you stop Bosa or hold him up a little bit. Not illegally hold him, of course. <laughs> no, if you have to, but... go ahead. Don't get caught. <laughs> yeah, don't get caught. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that changes the complexion a bit. You slow down that pass rush. Yeah. Well, again, uh, then you can throw it back to the coaching, I think, at this point. Are you really going to leave him one-on-one against Bosa? No. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> Are you going to chip? Yes. Are you going to leave a tight end in? Are you going to run 12 personnel? Yeah, you are. And this is a meatball game now is where I'm going with this. Uh, it sounds so cliche, but with this particular matchup with these young QBs, I think the game probably comes down to which team can establish any kind of running game. And running on that, uh, what are they called? The Bermuda grass? Maybe Bermuda David Montgomery mm. just, you know, loves that Bermuda grass under his feet. And I'm just looking forward to the Cairo Santos turf report that he gives us every week now. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah, the grass sucks. I go find crappy parks to practice kicking on. Did you hear where he said that? I <laughs> no, like, I didn't. Oh, he's like oh, deliberately no. driving around like Miami or wherever he was training, trying to find janky looking grass because <laughs> that's how you simulate soldier field <laughs> isn't that just amazing i love that that's so great big you know, news there too with the uh-huh. Arlington Heights stuff. yeah is that why the the park district said oh yeah we'll get you this nicer grass sure like so some of the last ditch efforts to get yes, the bears sir, to stay Mr. Eberflus, we would love to fix the sod finally with we can't but we're gonna try has a has a coach never asked before all these years? No, John Fox definitely did. He complained about it a lot. Well, they've all complained. We're not but grass up there, sod is just terrible. That's why I think they changed it because they're trying anything at this point to keep the Bears in Soldier Field. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, more on that, I suppose, at some point. Yes. But, all right. Are you ready to pick the game? I got one other thing we should talk about. Okay, what do you it's got? It's supposed to be nasty and rainy. Mm. And I do not believe in bear weather because it doesn't help them most of the time. The cold Correct. doesn't really yes. ever help them. That Rams game is like the only one I can remember in 2018 where it's like yeah. the cold might have helped. Most of the time, I think it's a wash. Does the rain and the potential wind favor one team over the other? Well, it favors the run game. So... Back to your what you said a few minutes ago that whichever team can establish the run game maybe comes away the winner. So uh maybe whoever can throw better in that weather. Yes, yeah, I don't know, because like which team has got more top level NFL athletes? Oh, the Niners. Yeah. Does the rain help slow that down or mitigate that advantage a little? Or is it like going to just be that much worse for the team without the athletes? I don't really know. Depends. On I think it's going to be an grass. ugly game, though. Mm. If that weather forecast is accurate, this is going to be a good old-fashioned soldier field slog. Yes. We're going to set football back 50 years. Remember when Gail Sayers scored uh, six touchdowns in the mud against San Francisco? We'll see that again, but with Montgomery. Actually, I did not see that game because it was 12 years before I was born. But I've seen the footage. But you of can imagine Gail Sayers, the Kansas Comet, Do which is the name think... of my one of my fantasy teams, by the way, the Kansas Comets. Since I'm in Kansas, oh, now. you have a fantasy team? I do. You didn't you know that fantasy football? I have two teams. Oh, I... I don't have any this year for the first time in forever. 
I have the Kansas Comets and Chris Tomlin's fifth chord. Those are my two teams. Chris Tomlin's fifth chord. So that yeah. team doesn't exist. <laughs> I get the joke. You, no one else you. does. <laughs> All right. No, a, hey, my buddy Brian will get that joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Wheat Buddy Brian. So who you got Sunday? Oh my gosh. Oh. The you Bears The Bears can steal this. They can. They can. The the line is seven and a half. I believe that's the last I saw that. I think the Bears cover that. Oh, if you're a gambling like my buddy Brian, if you're a gambling buddy Brian. guy, stay away. Oh, he or, gets it in late. Look at that clutch. That's right. Buddy Brian. Well, what if you take the Bears in the points, though? You could do that. I think but the Bears are scary to figure out like what they are right now, right? New coach, new scheme, Fields is developing. All these young guys, like they're kind of a stay away sort of team, although maybe take the unders (laughs) if you want to do that. Here's what I'm doing. I'm going Bears 24, Niners 21. The Bears. Bears. Cairo Santos did it game winner in the rain at Soldier Field. So, uh, yeah, it's week one. Time to be optimistic, right? The Bears can win this game. They could steal it. So I may as well just go all out and say, that's right. They're going to win it, my friend. 24-21. Cairo Santos kicks it off the beautifully kept Bermuda grass through the uprights (laughs) at Soldier Field. And he's come full circle with everything we've covered. Bears. The Bears. Uh... I love your optimism. Like I said, I think the Bears can absolutely steal this, and I wouldn't have said that like six weeks ago or whatever, two months ago. Um, but I'm going to say the Niners still win because of the front seven versus the Bears. Still needing to gel. They don't have Patrick, or if they do, he's playing guard, and now they don't have Jenkins. Uh, the line still needs time, I think, even though I'm more excited about those young guys than before, say, in the summer. So, but I think it's going to be an ugly, gross kind of game, and I'll take the Niners sixteen to ten. Ah, and the cool. Bears, the Bears play two tough defenses right out of the gate. Nobody panic about that, by the mm-hmm, way. It'll mm-hmm. be okay if Justin Fields isn't lighting up two of the top five to ten defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so, season is a, a growing season. Got to keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Good reminder. But I hope it's more of a 2016 type of game. And what I'd also like to see is just the Bears shut everybody up by playing a respectable close game. Yeah. This season's not about wins and losses. It's about young players developing and the coaching and uh, the buy-in of all that and the scheme and the hustle hits and all that stuff. Earlier turns in the preseason were good. But I want to come out of this game saying, ah, man, we're going to lose. Hey, they did some things I like. The arrow is pointing up for the organization for the first time in a while. And they're just not ready to beat that kind of team just yeah. yet, but they'll get there type of type of game. You know, that reminds me, uh, wins and losses, something that's probably going to happen. Well, it is going to happen this year. The Bears have the NFL's all-time winningest record. Most wins, yeah. Most wins by one over green bay so it's po- <laughs> it would be possible that green bay could uh, take that lead over in week two become the league's winningest team by beating the bears 
that would just suck. You know? So we all know that's what's going to happen, right? Shut up. What you're getting at. Shut up. Shut up. It's a, it's a, it's a oh, rational oh, oh, oh. fear, I'm afraid. Don't make me angry. So what you're saying is, go Minnesota. Go Minnesota. That's right. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Will you <laughs> shut, shut up, man? Listen. That game's I, in Minnesota, so the horn is appropriate. That's right. Yeah. Oh man, that that line is Minnesota getting a point and a half. So they think it's a close one. Yeah, that Which makes really sense. Means four and a half because they're at home. They still, still, yeah, they still got Rogers. So yeah, but yeah, in our, Bears it, line is currently seven. When I was in college, oh, it's currently seven. Okay, it went down a smidge. Well, according to my CBS app, whatever that's worth. When I was in college, the Bears were way ahead of Green Bay in the head-to-head and way ahead in the overall win total. And that's in the last 20, 25 years, ugh, it's just depressing when you think about how bad the Bears have been compared to how good Green Bay has been. So um, you're saying that while everyone's celebrating the resigning Ted Phillips, another big story this week, Yes, that we should stop and go, okay, hang on. But the football part of his presidency stunk. Stunk. The Ted Phillips stink. You're fired. Yeah. I said that a few, uh, like a year ago or something. But uh, yeah, he was decent on the money side, and they did some nice upgrades under pace to the facilities. Players love the practice facility and so forth. But the time he was president, that's you know what you're talking about. That window where we lost that lead and are gonna lose it this year for sure. Yeah, highly. At this point, you unlikely. just don't want to lose it when they play Green Bay. <laughs> correct, <laughs> correct. And you know, and maybe you know, Rodgers is gone soon. Justin Fields turns out to be great, and the Bears can reclaim all that in the right. next we'll decade. Who knows? Yeah, take it back. That's right. We're gonna but, take it back along with the North and never give it back. To quote our GM, it's right. Uh, but anyway, so, I, that's been weighing on me. I had to get it out, so thanks for letting me vent a bit. It's okay. This too shall pass. It's it's our turn. Daggummit, it is our turn to have the QB. Yeah. Please, football gods, please. Mm-hmm. All right, so season record. I know we've kind of talked about our general thoughts on the schedule. Mm-hmm. I, don't know that we, I don't really know that we need to go game by game. No, no, let's not. We'll be doing that every week anyway. Yeah. I still got them at seven or eight wins tops. I'll say seven and ten, just so that we'll be a little better than last year. Mm-hmm. I was I was leaning towards eight and nine. So I'm pretty much where that, you are, I think. On brand, similar, but a little more optimistic. That's yeah. And all the listeners are like, yep, that's what they're going to do. Someone or somebody yeah. is disappointed that you didn't pick 11 wins, but that's <laughs> we'll, we'll get you there next year. Hey, I would love to be wrong. Yes, yes, obviously. All right. NFL season previews and then some games for week one. Sure. Picks. Okay. NFC. Division winners and wild card teams. Okay. Uh, we'll stay at home in the north, right? Mm-hmm. Look, this is absolutely not what any of us want, but Green Bay is still going to win the division with that defense and that QB. I think their skill players stink other than the running backs. They got big questions on the line with the two tackles hurt. The division is still not good enough for any of those teams to believably take them down. But I don't think they are contenders for the one seed like a lot of people are saying. Devontae mm, okay. Adams is is too big of a loss with his 165 targets or whatever it was last year. Mm-hmm. And playing with his uh with the new equally as good at quarterback, uh Derek Carr. You know, That's right. if you hear what That's he saying. says, like, ooh, okay. Oh boy. Yeah, that, I'm not sure I can commit to that, but that's that's a good Raiders team. 
yep. we'll get there, I guess. But do, do you think Minnesota can upset Green Bay for the division? Uh, again, could, and I think their roster is better, but I'm not going to bet against Aaron Rodgers, the two-time, the two-time reigning MVP. Uh, I think Minnesota might be a wild card team, but I don't yeah, see them as Yeah, I think as, they're uh, potentially could be good, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of unknowns with that regime change. Mm-hmm. Jefferson's amazing. Cook mm-hmm. is pretty darn good. I don't know if the defense is ready yet or the O-line. And they still have the whole Cousins, and that's like a weird roller coaster they're on. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Their fans almost annoy me more than the Packers fans on Twitter. <laughs> wow. I'm so sick of Green Bay, but I don't know if I really want to root for Minnesota either. But they're obviously the next best. And mm-hmm. then the Lions and Bears are obviously duking it out for last place. Oh my! I think the Bears are better than Lions still, because I think the Lions defense, other than Aiden Hutchison, has a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of backwards, right? Like the Bears are better defensively, Lions are better offensively. Anyway, okay. NFC... Jared Goff is eh, but... okay. Yeah, go ahead. NFC East. NFC East. Eagles. Same. All right. And if Jalen Hurts takes a big step, they are conference contenders. Mm. That's a really good roster if he's good. And if mm-hmm. he, if he's the same as last year, I still think they can win the division. By the way, I think the NFC is super weak. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, we'll come back for wild cards. Uh, south. Tampa. Gee, that was hard. I mean, come on. Especially <laughs> <laughs> those teams are not too good. Mm-hmm. I know people are saying the Saints because their defense and Jameis Winston staying healthy. And I'm like, when has Jameis Winston ever been like, this is the guy that's the difference now they'll win the division? Mm. I mean, wild card, maybe, but they're not better than Tampa, even with Tampa's issues up front. Mm-hmm. And the NFC West, the actually decent I, division. I still think the Rams. I do too. That was a piss poor effort last night, yeah. but I'm they not, are better than they played last night. And I don't think the other teams are as good as they were last year, unless yeah. Lance is good. Yeah. And I'm just not a big Kyler Murray believer. Uh, the, oh, the Seahawks are going to be terrible. <laughs> Seahawks, are, that's yeah. a team contending for the number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So, and the, the Niners are good. But, and they're contenders for real with Lance if he's good, but we don't mm-hmm. know that yet. The Cardinals right. lost some key pieces on defense that I don't think they've replaced. Mm-hmm. And they're without Hopkins for a little while. So, yeah, it's just hard for me to get off the uh, Rams as the division champ there, mm-hmm. even after last night. All right, three wild card teams. Here's where it gets tricky. Here's who I got, okay? Minnesota, Dallas, San Francisco. Okay, well, uh, just oh, you were? different. Oh. I really was. Well, you can do that too. Let me do. Well, I want Dallas in because I want to watch them and Mike McCarthy lose in spectacular fashion, <laughs> but still make the playoffs so that they keep him around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to put Dallas in. I still think the Niners roster is really good. And if Lance is struggling by like week six, they'll put in Garoppolo. Yes, they will. And Minnesota's who I would put money on, but just for fun, just to mix it up. If they can stay healthy, give me Carolina. Ooh. They get to beat up on the Falcons, who are also contending True. for the number one pick. Yes. And it's a pretty easy schedule, I think, there. So, And maybe Baker has plays a little bit more like he did a couple years ago because he's got a you know new fresh start and all that cliched stuff. 
So I don't know. I'm just trying not to have the exact same picks as you, but I do think Minnesota's better on paper. So Dallas, Carolina, and who? San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. All right. Arizona's tempting, but I, I don't. They they start hot and go yeah. terrible. Every and that year. coach it's historically ready does. to be yeah. done with that whole thing. Yeah. All, All right. right, the AFC division winners. Okay. Start in the north. Okay. This I is mean, the only one that I think is – this is one of the two divisions that's really tough to pick. The AFC West and the AFC North, I think, are the hardest two to pick. Uh, I'm assuming you're thinking either Cincinnati or Baltimore. Correct. Um, I'm going Cincinnati. Same here. Uh, I think they're getting a little disrespected. Like People act like the Super Bowl run was a fluke. And I'm like, there's nothing fluky about that offense. Now, no. the rest of that team might have played its its absolute best during that Super Bowl run. But they own the Ravens, and right. I think they're still really good. No but faith in Mitch. I think the Ravens Mitch. make it as a wild card. No faith in Mitch, my friend. All right, well, no, well. but I'm rooting for him. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. AFC East. <laughs> oh, well. Gee, hmm. who could it be? <laughs> Boy, they looked. Buffalo looked. Woo! Last night, dropping thirty-one. They have not punted in three games, <laughs> and they have sixteen touchdowns over that span. That's amazing. Right. And yeah. two of those games were in the playoffs. Impressive. And the Nuts. other was against the defending champs. It's not like they were doing this to the Texans and the Falcons. The defending champs in their house on opening night, when they're Josh, you know hanging banners Josh and all. Allen is so fun. Stick. Sick. Someone said uh, Lamar Jackson with Brett Favre. I think that's pretty good comp, actually. Oh, right. He's stiff-arming a guy in I, that was, week. That was so great. <laughs> <laughs> then he's running, like, for 12 yards, up 31 to 10 in the fourth quarter. I'm like, okay, Josh, that's enough of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't have to do that right now, but he is so fun to watch. All in on the Bills hype. Mm-hmm. The Agreed. D-line dominated, too. Man, mm-hmm. that's a great team. At the moment, they're yep. playing at their absolute peak, too. Mm-hmm. All right, that's an easy one. AFC South. Ooh, ah, hmm. Let's see. Jags, I'll start for Colts, you. Dolphin. Yeah, who you Titans, got? Titans, Texans. I'm going Colts. I think Matt Ryan had, at various points in his career, been overrated. But I also think he's pretty much perfect for what they want to do. And they've had issues at that position, of course. Mm-hmm. And just a calm, steady, read the field, make a good decision type with their O-line and running game and their defense. Plus Tennessee losing their number one wide receiver. Henry comes back. And I know he's really good, but I think the Colts will win the division this year. Titans are always a tough out. And I know they were the one seed last year, but I don't think mm-hmm. they can repeat that. So All right. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with Tennessee. So we got a divergence here. That's good. Okay. Way to have my local teams back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Very local. They're right there. Sure are. I said Dolphins earlier. I was wrong. Are you stupid or something? That's just because Miami is south. (laughs) Look at me. Can read a map. Good job. Thank you. They're also east, so it still makes sense. You Mm -hmm. suck, Chris. (laughs) All right. And now we come to the one that's practically impossible to pick <laughs> oh man the absolutely loaded afc west yeah you, uh, the raiders have the weakest quarterback but he's still pretty good 
So, and their roster is pretty good. So, the Raiders, maybe. Denver, same thing. Uh, he, Russell Wilson's probably the third best quarterback. Yeah, in that I mean, and part of me's like, Carr was better than Wilson last year, but new circumstance, I'll go back to Wilson over Carr. But, uh-huh. And then the other two are terrific and, like, basically the poster children for young QBs are those two and Josh Allen. Yep. And it's like, how am I supposed to, okay. So you're going to pick against Mahomes, and that doesn't sound right. You're going to pick against Herbert. Well, he hasn't made the playoffs yet, but I think they're gonna, I really have no idea. They're all good. I feel like picking against Mahomes is kind of stupid. Kind of like picking <laughs> against Rogers would be, but Rogers doesn't play in that division, right? Like, Mahomes loses to Tyree Kill. I think that has to at least hurt some, yep. as good as he is. And their defense is just so-so, whereas Green Bay's is excellent. And I still think the Chiefs are a playoff team, but I love me some Khalil Mack, and I love what the Chargers are doing. And I think Herbert is kind of like Allen, where it's just a joy to watch him play football, and I want to see more. So I'll say that the Chargers take a very tough division this year, but Chiefs are still going to get in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I was going 50-50, Chargers or Chiefs, so I'll go I'll go with my local area team winning that division with the Chiefs. So we have a little divergence there. Okay, so if you're keeping score at home, dear listener, Chris <laughs> is now a homer three different ways. Oh, He's my got the Bears God. winning over the Niners. Bears. He's picked my hometown team to win a division <laughs> and his hometown team to win a division. Yeah, but, I mean. You're a loyal guy. The Bears winning Sunday is probably the least likely of those three. So. Yeah, probably. Not... <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, AFC I... wild cards. Yeah. Or, no, go ahead. I thought you were done with no, the Chargers. I was just going to say, it's not stupid, you know, to pick the Chiefs, but yeah. No, of course not. I'm just playing. Just a homer three ways. I couldn't resist. I know. Three ways. Thrice homer. a homer, I declare you. <laughs> that insolent blackguard. The holy trinity of homerism. Yep. Wild card teams. Well, I already said Chiefs. Yep. And mm. Ravens. So I'm down to one left. One left. Uh, I got to give another one in the AFC West, although I'm that... worried about them beating each other up. But I'll go with Oakland, even though I think Denver could. I mean, any of those teams can make the playoffs. Just I'll pick Oakland. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i thinking the same thing. Two AFC West teams. So I'm going to go Chargers, Oakland. And then I think I'm going to go crazy and be a four-way homer and say Mitch Taberski leads the Pittsburgh Steelers to a wild card appearance. What? Now that's a take. Yes. You never know. I may as well go all in, man. Might not be starting for that long, but I love it. Okay, so Steelers, (laughs) Ravens left out. Good, good. Good guts there. It is gutsy. Uh, I, I will salute it. you for this as well. I do believe you have done a better job of picking teams that weren't in the playoffs last year because every year I do this, I'm like, half the teams don't make it from the previous year, and yet I picked practically all the teams from the previous year. Yeah, but – It's so hard yeah. to get it right in this league, man. This is like so pointless, but it's fun. A lot of these teams have the quarterback, though, which is different this time, you know? So, it's true. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of what it is, QB mm-hmm. and coach sustainable success yep all right want to pick some games besides the bears uh how about a super bowl prediction okay fine uh yeah i don't feel like going through the whole playoffs it's too much no, i'm gonna no, say no, no. bills over 
Well, this is lame, but I'm going to go with the Rams. They'll get it together. And I still just don't think the NFC is that strong. That means a repeat appearance. You don't get that that often, though the Chiefs did it recently and happened to lose their second one. Mm-hmm. So I think I, that's more about the fact that I just don't think the NFC is all that strong. Mm-hmm. And I, for the record, I was going to pick the Bills to win the Super Bowl when we recorded, whether it was before or after last night's mm-hmm. game. Yep. It's just such a fun story to think about, too. Like, I'm actively going to be rooting for them if it becomes if it comes down to it, just for the fan base alone. Oh, How about gosh, the Rams having to go silent it. count? When they had the ball last night, oh, because the Bills fans from across the country across the were country. so loud. There were They're tons amazing. of them. No tons fan base them. deserves it more than the Bills. Agreed. Not even ours. Agreed. Yeah, they. Uh, the four in a row. That's just they've lost your torture. Four in a row. Yes, that's we're brutal. here for you, Bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Cubs. Also, of the NFL I almost. think Josh Allen's development is is the comp I'm looking for for Fields. Mm, yeah, oh, so that's oh. another reason I, I'm all you know, where he's like, that was not that. a great rookie year. Well, <laughs> no, he's rookie year, he goes, Neh. and you're like, okay, there's traits, but Neh. and then his second year is better, and then they got him a great receiver's third year, and he's yeah. off to the MVP discussion. Yep, uh, for my pick, um, I think the AFC is going to win, I don't think there's an NFC team that uh could beat, so I'm but and I like the Bills too, just on. Oh my gosh, they looked so good last night. I'm gonna say Bills over hmm, Tampa. I think Brady gets to one more Super Bowl. I almost picked that because that would be a great story if the Bills could exercise their Brady demons. You know, like that. that oh, would I didn't be even think of that. Quite a thing <laughs> for the fans too. But their line worries me in that matchup. But yeah, I think that could go either way. I didn't and even think dark of that. Dark horse. Wow. Dark horses are the Eagles. Yep. The Chargers. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Both. Yeah, and I, I don't really think calling Tampa a dark horse would fit. And the Bengals were there last year. Yeah, so that's it for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, this week's other games that are yep. interesting. First of all, we always do the division, and we've got the matchup between the Packers and the Vikings in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Green Bay laid an egg last year in their season opener. I don't know if Jenkins or Bakhtiari are starting. Jair Alexander is back. The defense looks really good. And Rodgers is really good. And the rest of the team, I think, is a little bit iffy compared to previous years. Agreed. But the defense could be top top five in the league. Easy. But because of... My desire to see them suffer, I'll pick Minnesota, <laughs> and that way they don't get to beat the Bears for the record, but only to tie it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, hey, I'm going to I'm going to that go... for an, a homerish take? That's right. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm going with Minnesota. Green Bay looked awful in their opener last year, and they had just as much off-season drama this year. So, yeah, I like Minnesota in this and one. And they have less talent where – we're used to them being loaded wide Correct. receiver. Yes, absolutely. Aaron's like Romeo Dobbs. I know Rogers is going to turn him into a thousand yard receiver. I know, <laughs> but he's still not Devontae Adams. No, no. I think I think it's going to be a little growing pains to sort all that out for them. So I think this is Minnesota's going to get to host them at a good time. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lions play who did the lines but oh philadelphia at detroit we're gonna kick you in the teeth yeah uh i like philly in that one <laughs> this is pretty easy yeah. he also had the game <laughs> last year 
Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Philly. There you go. Okay, division picks are done. Uh, other potentially intriguing matchups. Yeah, I'm going to pick the, the Bills over no, the Rams. That's my. Uh, I'm looking forward to I got that the game. Bills winning over. big. I yeah. think Ooh. the Rams are going to come out sluggish. <laughs> They're going to have hustle issues with Fade Rob trying to not block oh, anyone. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, he the other good so... game. Two games. <laughs> two more. All right. Vegas. I did it. I did it. Vegas at the LA Chargers. I did not call either team by their previous city. Oakland, San Diego. <laughs> oh, that's true. Wow, they're both. Yeah. Mm. I like the Chargers in that one. That's a purely I pick the team that's at home kind of game for me, except for yep. the Chargers don't have a home field advantage. But are there more Raiders fans in LA from leftovers from previous eras that is than a- there are Chargers fans? That is a very good uh, thought there. There could be, yeah. That's the Still, last I, the last time the Raiders won a Super Bowl. They were the Los Angeles. Yeah. So. It would be silly for me to pick the Chargers to win the division, which is, you know, and then and then turn around and pick them to lose game one. So I'm going to have to go with the Chargers yeah. for sheer consistency. All right, <laughs> and the other one, the battle of your two favorite quarterbacks, yeah. Tampa at Dallas. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Tampa you can at, no longer speak, folks. I, 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 <laughs> uh, again, ironically, I also think Dallas doesn't have a home field advantage. Um, so I like Tampa there, uh, just because I love seeing Dallas lose, and I like that more than I like seeing Tom Brady lose at least week one of the season. So, yeah, I'm going I'm just Tampa. trying to base a lot of this. Yeah, I'm trying to base a lot of this on who's ready for week one and who has big questions, right? Like that's kind of why I ultimately still landed on the Niners over the bears. Even though I think Lance is a question. I think Mm -hmm. the bears have more. Mm -hmm. And I think Dallas has a lot more question marks than Tampa. Assuming Tampa's line holds up at all. I think they can win that game Mm -hmm. fairly convincingly by even by like 10, but I will take Tampa Tom. And uh, yeah, I think what's the Monday night game. Oh, well, uh, Denver, Seattle. It's fun for the Russell Wilson story, but I don't yeah. expect it to be competitive at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that and in only Seattle or in Denver? It's in Seattle. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they're like basically actively telling the fans to boo Russell Wilson. And I'm like, I'm sorry. He won a Super Bowl for you. Yep. Took you to another that you should have won. Mm-hmm. It's the best QB in franchise history. It's not even close. What and disrespect yeah, to that- Dave Craig? Oh my god. There may goodness. be some there may be some diva drama there. Plus yourself. But <laughs> I think it's kind of crazy that they're not like trying to be amicable with this right. all-time great player of theirs. They're very naive and stupid people. It'd be like Cubs fans booing Chris Bryant. <laughs> Chris Bryant. Yeah, maybe I'm saying that as an Albert Pujols fan, but still, it's like, I feel like he should get a little love coming back. Mm-hmm. Also, kudos to the NFL schedule makers for their blatantly yeah. obvious storyline <laughs> chasing. No, no, that one. was purely coincidental. It's <laughs> <laughs> week one and Monday night is just mm-hmm. perfectly NFL. I really don't know that there's any other games that we have to pick here. That's fine. Um, I'm going to watch whatever is on because... Oh, pretty much. Jack. Football. Yes. I uh I, I gotta make sure we talk about this too. Arlington Heights reveal news. Mm. The the big plan, not the stadium itself so much, but the surrounding area. 
and the fact that the Bears don't want help building the stadium, but they do want help with the surrounding area. What'd you think of that whole plan now that we see a little bit more, you know, concrete steps for it? Um, did I hear no retractable roof? Is that right? Sounds like they I... don't want to go that route because of the mechanics of keeping yeah. it working in the changing weather of Chicago or something. Okay. I think it's fine. I'm... Give me a U.S. Bank state-of-the-art dome with a lot of nitro lighting then, and I'd be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the only thing that I heard that I was like, oh, well, that's kind of a bummer. But, uh, yeah, that's it. And they want to build it up into like a little, oh, it's almost like a tourist attraction, isn't it? That, that they're Yep. I got a little bit base, of everything so, yeah. on that on that top plan map that they're showing. Um, I think it looks great. I am all for it. I know it's easy to say when I don't actually live in the city or anything, mm-hmm. but they had also the train station going right to the area. Yeah. In the plan. So yeah, I mean a state of the art stadium that allows them to host Final Fours. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And Super Bowl. They'll get one within a couple of years. That's how the league's been doing it. Yep. I can't see how it's anything but a huge win overall, though I'm sure there are obviously some arguments to be made against it. Most of them are are very particular, and it's I think don't really look at the big picture. I do think it'd be cool if they could somehow incorporate the columns into the design of the stadium, just because that's the like iconic cool. part. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. And the city's like, oh, we got backup plans. Yeah, yeah, right. That's yeah, what are gonna... those? <laughs> Convince the Jaguars to come play at a stadium they don't own? No one moves for a stadium they don't own except for the Chargers. Correct. And another football team would just not do well in Chicago. Well, And look at how good the Chargers are and how bad they draw when they right. did this. Right. Yeah. And uh, my, my coworker here, she's the uh, like the main staff person for the archaeology she's fantastic she's from san diego and she hates the chargers now like that move she's like oh yeah all my family that love the chargers that we all feel betrayed the rivalry between san diego and la as towns right is that severe and she's like yeah. i don't really have a football team now i'm like oh, that, oh, really stinks. that does stink it's not like moving to a suburb like the niners mm-hmm. the cowboys and soon to be the bears mm-hmm. or the jets and giants and so that's that that's gotta i think weigh on a team thinking about doing this like uh we're not gonna get a market like the bears have a stranglehold on so their plan is what the chicago fire and a bunch of concerts (laughs) yeah oh it isn't there uh a lacrosse team at some point i heard no maybe i I don't know i mean that's not gonna bring in anything near like an nfl team maybe northwestern yeah, I have no idea what their Ryan, plan is, but Ryan I don't Field. think they can compete with the Arlington Heights thing. Ryan Field in Evanston is not really that big. I, you know, maybe the Wildcats could uh, play a couple of games. Lease it out there, yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope they can find a way to make use of it because I do think the historic stuff is cool, but yeah. it's so far behind the times with the modern NFL, and the Arlington Heights thing is such a potential windfall of revenue. Yeah. And Virginia's getting older, and I wonder if they're going to sell just to avoid an inheritance tax. And, like, they could sell with that asset in the works. Uh, I'm not saying they are. I'm just speculating possibilities. And having the stadium like that, it's another asset. People are like, well, the Bears aren't liquid. They don't need to be liquid. They're worth $6 billion. They they, they will find financing just fine. And the NFL kicks in money to new stadiums, too. Ed and Virginia had 11 children, (laughs) and... 
there's like what 40 something grandchildren so nobody's gonna get rich off the bears in the mccaskey family so i could totally see uh selling it yeah and this being part of all that for sure so it's just going to be an interesting few years. It'll take yep. a while, of course. Mm -hmm. um, all right. I don't. I don't think there's much else unless you want to laugh at the Rams some more. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just Marcus. Or Marcus. What? Robinson. Wow. Allen Robinson. Brain went back a little too far there for you a second. Suck, Whew. Chris. Have you uh, seen the Twitter threads that are like clowning on his loafs? No, I have not. Dude, dude has no interest whatsoever in run blocking. Yeah. Well, we There's a play where yeah. <laughs> Stafford tried to hit him in the corner for the touchdown. Remember that throw? Mm. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, now people on Twitter are catching that Stafford mouthed, go for the ball. Oh, no. <laughs> or something like that. It's so not a great start for A-Rob. Man, I hate that this narrative is kind of – I feel dragged into disliking A-Rob because of how bad he played last year and all the drama with it. He was a great bear for several years on bad offenses, and now mm -hmm. he looks like he doesn't want to play football. Yep. Uh, you know who else was bad last night? Jalen Ramsey. Ooh. Glad you brought Ooh. that up. You called it, too. You went right back to the playoffs, and then I saw the stats on it. I'm like, look at Chris nailing that point. That's he right. Was, he I was like, like, are, are you – hung over like legitimately like what what's going on here top 20 <laughs> nfl top 100 player mm. well, he, he allowed a perfect qb rating <laughs> it was like it was like two touchdowns 125 yards or whatever and when he was targeted josh six allen had, seven. Yeah. had a pretty much perfect qb rating yeah i think six or seven passes his towards him were completed like that so i ooh. guess Probably a fluke, but like you said last night, he didn't really play well in the playoffs in deep coverage anyway. Mm -hmm. Like he was still pretty good in short in, in the run game. But well, do you remember the last game the last play of the Super Bowl? The camera angle that caught um Yeah, he was uh, he would have scored. Yeah, Ramsey fell down uh, going yep. after oh, what's his name? Come on, the Bengals wide receiver. Chase. Thank you. Yeah, Jamar, Chase had Chase. him. Yeah, and if uh, if Donald didn't get to Burrow, you know, or they would have won on a walk-off TD, yep, which would have been mm -hmm. glorious. Yeah, so, out of the Rams' big group of stars, right? Because remember, that's how they built the roster. We'll be super top-heavy. We'll throw all our draft picks at stars and not be super deep. Out of their top stars, the only one who had a great game was Cooper Cup. Yeah, Donald had a decent game for him. You know, two tackles and one sack isn't like amazing Aaron Donald game. But he did have some pressure and, of course, one sack. And then Stafford was awful. Terrible. Ramsey was awful. Mm -hmm. Bobby Wagner didn't yeah. do a whole yeah. lot. He's okay. Can you give up looks 31. Like they missed, yeah. uh, looks like they missed Whitworth. And Von Miller. Von Miller had a game. <laughs> Ooh, he looks like a genius. <laughs> he does. Early returns are favorable. Yes. <laughs> that line did not play well at all on the Rams. Buffalo revamped theirs and had like seven pressures or something. No, seven sacks and nine hits or something like that. Seven sacks. Wow. If they just added a pass rush to the rest of that roster, look out. Because mm. that was kind of <laughs> like their weakness when they were getting, you know, the comeback by the Chiefs put on them. I just remembered this. Not only did they have seven sacks last night, they didn't blitz once. Yeah, it was. According to at least the, a tweet that I saw. Yeah. Not a single blitz in seven sacks. Wow. That, 
that Vaughn Miller play where he ducks under and then ducks <laughs> under the next guy. I was like, oh, that's that's filthy. What? what <laughs> he's, <laughs> it's like juking the guys trying to double him. It was pretty funny. Yep. Good play I still to... think the Rams are better than they played, but it was a yes. bad night for most of their stars, and they don't have the depth to make up for that. Yeah. And they got no running game still. And then A-Rob's loafing around out there, <laughs> and it was just kind of an interesting game as a Bears fan. I felt like, told you so, you know, some vindication there, you know, like for the whole world to see. See? Don't blame Justin Fields. It's my quarterback. For Allen Robinson last year. You know, I, I felt... Uh, you know, a little vindicated. You know, you know how he had COVID too, and he, he talked about how he never felt like he had his stamina right last year. You know how some people are talking about how COVID lingers forever. Mm-hmm. I can't help but wonder about that too. Mm. As I saw the same guy that the Bears got last year, last night. Yes, small sample size and all. Yeah, I was watching him a lot actually too. Like the routes didn't look that crisp. He's having a bad day of film. Uh-huh. Yes. So, all right. Well, I'm out of topics for us, I think. Yeah, that's a good uh, week one show, though, my friend. Football is here. Everybody enjoy the game as much as you possibly can. Enjoy the Sunday football buffet. Mm. I know I will be. You know where to find us on Twitter, at barely underscore educated. Swing by our buy me a coffee. You can find us there as well. And uh, we will see you hopefully Sunday or Monday, sometime early after the game to recap it a little bit. Won't be as long as this episode, but yeah, we've got real football coming your way in just a couple days. Bear down. Bears. Bears. You idiot. I'm not an idiot. Didn't you get the memo? And that's a real shame. Would you Who shut up, your, man? Listen. I f- all the bears. What? I f- all the bears.